My Talk 1071. Uh, this is your place for entertainment. This is your place to drop by Woofington in Wyzetta to drop off a toy for uh, the Ronald McDonald House. This is one of our Santa stops. And w- this place is amazing. I, I, Woofington, it, yeah. Woofington is amazing. So definitely drop by and check out the luxury that your dog can No, literally, this is a luxury. Your dog is going to have more luxury than you do in your life. Yeah, and they should. And they should because they deserve it, but also because it will, by the when your dog comes home, they're going to be rested, relaxed. Your dog is running a marathon right now in there, and she's going to be... Yeah, no. She's going to be tired later. She's going to be real tired later. But she's having so much fun. We are super excited because not only are we here uh, doing a live broadcast for Santa Stop, but we have the owners of Woofington with us, Mike and Lisa. Lisa and Mike. Who wants to go first, Mike? (laughs) I guess I'll go first. Thanks for welcoming us into Woofington. You guys, it's been just about seven years? Yeah, about seven and a half years now. We opened in June of 2016, and it's really gone by in the the blink of an eye. I mean, it's, it's been just a wonderful journey for everybody here. It really is an amazing space, Don. This was your first chance getting to see it. What was your like first reaction? I, I'm blown away. I mean, I hugged Lisa at the end of the tour, and I said, <laughs> I can't believe how beautiful this is here, and, and the time and care they take to sanitize everything. I mean, it's like hospital-grade sanitization. That's why you don't smell dogs here, you know, yeah. even though yeah. there are a lot of dogs here. Yeah. So... Yeah, and you have an interesting story, actually, about why you decided uh, to open this place. Wow, yeah, you know, this is a, it goes back quite a ways, and I'll try and keep it brief, but we really kind of concepted the idea in 2012. We went on a you know wonderful vacation to the South Pacific, and our our dog, Toby, was staying at another facility, and, and when we saw the facility, toured the facility, it kind of broke our hearts. We thought, oh. we're going to be staying in this beautiful, beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Yeah stilts over the crystal blue water with a thatched roof and you know toby was staying at brand x we'll just call it that and and we just you know thought that we can do better we spent half of that time just kind of concepting how could we build something uh that that could be a better experience for all dogs so um you know we really kind of fell in love with the idea of creating opulence and luxury and a five-star resort specifically (laughs) reserved for small breed dogs so can you talk maybe lisa do you want to tell us a little bit about like what does five-star luxury look and uh like what is that experience for a dog uh, at Wolfington. Yeah, that is whatever they want, to be perfectly frank. <clears throat> you know, we provide the aesthetics here, but service is what that really means. We will do anything for our pet guests. I mean, there's nothing too outrageous. We've seen it all. I was going to say, what you got to give us some, uh, Just some outrageous. Just the feeding instructions. Um, oh, okay. That sort of thing <laughs> where, you know, it, you might have to put four Cheerios and bring a scale <laughs> so that we weigh the food and all those kinds of things. That's so, so important. Yeah, we'll do whatever. We've had clients where... They brought a bunch of clothings where we have to change the onesie every night before bed. Oh. Things like that. So, yeah. so they it's, feel it's like their routine is still there. Absolutely. Yes. It's a, just a whatever it takes. That's what that means to us. Yes. Yes. And yeah. it's not a stressful environment for them whenever they, they come and stay. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it's not stressful at all. Yeah, and it's actually in fact, the opposite. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. There are a lot of cases where 
pet parents come to pick up their pets and and you can tell that the dogs aren't ready to go home they don't want to go oh, home. Sure. not that their home environment is bad but yeah. they just love it here i mean they you know they 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 get to do fun things and we were just talking about this earlier you know they're chasing bacon scented bubbles in the play space they're you know they're engaging with other dogs they are sometimes they have one-on-one time and cuddle time at the end of the night and and we have this wide array of spa services that you can really pamper your dog to, to whatever level you choose as a pet parent so. and we should say too it's not just i mean the amenities are amazing but you also have an amazing staff and oh, it's the yeah. staff like it is not just anyone who uh can you know take care of a dog it really does require a person who you know not just loves dogs but like really loves dogs and you've got a, a, a team uh, behind you that's you know embracing those animals the entire time they're here yeah yeah and i think you hit it right on the head you know when you come to our facility it is a beautiful opulent five-star resort but the magic is really behind the scenes and in, in what it is that we're doing yes you can put a pretty face on anything but if you're not living the values and, and really you know engaging with our customers the way that we are they'll figure it out in, in short order and so you know Lisa talked about all of the the things that we'll do for our clients specifically to make sure that their pets stay as the best it can possibly be and just the you know the the loyalty that we have from our customer uh, customer base is, is is fierce you're exactly right and uh, you know that that really speaks to how dedicated our team is in that commitment to excellence Wow. Well, can you tell me about um, your dog? Don wants to stay here. I do want to live here. I love animals. Rate for humans. Yeah. Um, I hope so. You did. um, You talked a little bit, actually, Lisa, about Toby. Um, Toby was um, has gone to the Rainbow Bridge. Yes. And that was uh, your dog. Can you talk a little bit about how special Toby was to you? Oh, Toby was everything. I mean, he truly was the inspiration for this business. He. Um, has passed away. He passed away in May. Um, but really, the entire business was was designed for Toby because of all the bad experiences of, that we had in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, we would we would bring him to a boarding facility, and we would end up bringing him to a vet after every single visit. Oh, you know, yeah. and that that was really hard. Yeah. So we just knew that we could do something better. Yeah. Can so you-, you were thinking of your dog, had your dog in mind when you designed this business. Hundred percent. Yes. But that's genius, right? Because that's what everybody wants to think is that you know this like their dog is the most important dog your dog is the most important dog so if you're designing it with that in mind uh, people who are bringing their pets here can feel confident that their dog's not going to be you know uh disregarded or you're not going to have to worry like you said about bringing them to the vet can you talk a little bit about like the, the kinds of uh things you have in place to make sure dogs are safe dogs are healthy and they enjoy the best while they're at whoopington sure um basically our entire business is run by three different checklists we have a morning a midday and a closing checklist we follow that checklist everybody works as a team to get everything done on that checklist so we know by the end of the night all the dogs have been taken care of they've been fed they've been accounted for and they're all happy and going to sleep in their beds. Um, we also have Mike touched on it, but you know our sanitizing is is state of the art. You know we don't have mops and buckets everywhere. We do things a little differently. Yeah. And three groomers, I see. Three full time groomers. Yep, wow. fabulous groomers, and a total of twenty seven employees. Wow. Yeah, so there's lots of way your dogs can experience Whoopington, right? So if it's not yes. the um, you know spending the night. 
Um, it's getting groomed. It's daycare. Weezy is a particular fan of daycare. <laughs> it ta- you got to talk a little bit about the fun that they have at daycare. I mean, it's not just like dogs running around in a room. No. I mean, there are so many. I love on so follow on social media if you don't follow Wolfington because you'll see them at the pool. You'll see them. You yes. know, it's, There's it's, a huge yes. ball pit. Yeah, which yes. is like heaven for dogs. They jump in the ball pit. Yes, they do. We've got ball pits. We we you know as Weezy's been experiencing our bubble machine fiasco. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, we have all kinds of different toys. You know, we test the dogs to make sure that they are not toy aggressive. They're not people aggressive. And they're not, you know, really food aggressive because we do allow toys and treats out in daycare so that we can provide that full experience for them where it's not just people standing around making sure dogs don't fight. We don't have that situation yeah. here. Yeah. They're, they go home and they're mentally stimulated and they're physically stimulated, both. So they go home happy and tired. Wow. I mean, yeah. this is the ultimate place to bring your dog. It for really sure. is. It now really we just is. need to come up with a place for people to go to play with dogs that's not getting in the way of dogs having fun themselves. Cause, <laughs> right. Right? Because like, that, I want to live here. I know. Basically, I just want to go play with dogs. <laughs> yeah. Mike, sure. Lisa, we want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to not only um, talk to us right now, but to let us broadcast live and be a part of the Santa Stop. Yeah, thanks for being here. We're thrilled. Yeah, it's it's our pleasure. We're really really happy to be a part of this uh, this program. And thank you, can't thank you enough for being here today. Absolutely. Yes. So, if people want to learn more about Wolfington, what's the best place for them to mm. Wolfington dot com? We'll just keep it simple. Yeah, right? <laughs> definitely. And come by, and you don't have to drop off a toy just now if you can't stop by in the moment. Yeah, you can come by um, anytime they're open and drop off. You'll see right in their beautiful lobby. Like right um, as you walk through the door. Yeah, right when you walk through the door, you'll see the the Santa stop box absolutely and thank you dear listeners who've already dropped off toys we have a very special guest who just walked through the door did you see her i know donna valentine Valentine is here so we're gonna have to talk to my (laughs) talk's own donna valentine she's a dog lover but we will be back with more top stories of the day live from woofington as part of our santa stop right here on my talk 1071 i got jingle feet oh is that a is that a bad thing um is that something you need to see a doctor for the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Uh, if you just joined us and you want to hear the rest of this show, especially learning all about Woofington, you can download the podcast of our show later on uh, through the app or wherever you get your podcast. We are broadcasting live at Woofington in Wyzetta. It's a beautiful drive on the way here. Oh, my gosh. And it's beautiful once you get here. But we're all here as part of our Santa Stop broadcasts, uh, bringing joy to the huts of children at ronald mcdonald house upper midwest charities uh you can drop off toys uh not only today but through the run of our uh santa stop experience which you can find all the details about where the santa stops will be at mytalk1071.com we have a special guest and i thought maybe she could join us but dawn yes she has been uh taken away by the dogs i know and Donna that's Valentine. that is her happy place yeah i mean I <laughs> might not her. find her again she, i'm fine with it <laughs> she's I, she's gonna start working here probably uh, yeah she's not far away like she doesn't live that far away really where does she live um i don't it's Do along this side address <laughs> <laughs> it's this it's like around this area like is i am really? not around this area oh, okay. so i, I am would not say, either it's a it's a hoof for me okay but it's even hoofier for you god it must have been well i won't you know but it's it's a 
it takes a while for you to get here is my point. It did, but that's okay. You know, yeah. and if I had a dog, I would bring them here. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Then I wouldn't be stressed out on vacation yeah. about how my dog is doing. Can I tell you as a dog owner that is one of the most important things? Like if you want to be able to enjoy your vacation, you want to know that your dog is Yeah. You know, resting comfortably and being taken care of and not only that being spoiled because here's the truth when you get back from vacation you're tired uh-huh you want your dog to be tired too <laughs> yeah yeah you really do for sure yeah but not in a bad way so no, no, no. this I just is mean definitely like, worth it i mean my like gosh we're on vacation too um we should talk though about a pop culture story. Yeah, we should. Um, it's not a fun story. It isn't. Thanks but for putting this on the grid. I'm sorry, but we <laughs> haven't talked about it you since haven't I've talked, been back. Yeah. And I didn't feel comfortable talking about it on my own. Really? Yeah. Why? Just because um, I didn't have as much empathy as a normal oh, person would. Okay, so the story, dear listeners, that we're talking about is uh, Brittany's dad. And the reason we're talking about him today is that he's been seen for the first time since he had a major operation. And we've known that he's had some... Well, I will say there's... It's a long story. Britney's dad, Jamie Spears, uh, obviously is persona non grata in most people's lives because of the way he treated Britney during that conservatorship, right? Yeah. Well, we knew he's had some medical trouble over the years, but most recently he apparently had a really bad infection... Or something in his leg. Was it infection? I think it was infection. And ultimately, it led to his leg being amputated. And the reason we're talking about that today is because he was seen for the first time uh, since that major surgery. Mm -hmm. And he looks like a shell of a person. Well, when you go, I don't, I I lost my leg. You don't really have good spirits, I would think. Right? What are you trying to say? I'm saying I wouldn't be happy either. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying like he looks. Amputated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he just it looks. It looks pretty pitiful. Like him in the wheelchair, getting out, and you know, it is a different version of Jamie Spears than I think we're used to seeing. Because of course, the Jamie Spears where you you just saw the photo. I've never seen the photo. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, he looks like a shell of his former self. Wow. And. The reason I wanted to talk about it, you said you didn't know how to talk about it. The reason I wanted to talk about it is because I wonder if this is going to change Brittany's relationship with her father, if his major surgery and life-changing experience is Mm going to change the way he deals with his daughter or the... If he could reflect on all the terrible things he did and apologize, then I would say maybe... not just apologize, honey. Maybe give back some of the money. Yeah, that's true. You can apologize through cash. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't need your apology. I want money. Yeah, the money that you stole from me. Yeah. But I actually would need an apology for him, for me to... Because really, you know, we saw Lynn show up at her birthday party and Brian and... That was sort now I'm like, okay, let me put these pieces together. Did Lynn I know Lynn is divorced from him, but did she have some sympathy, empathy for him and was she there to say you should talk to your dad? Like yeah, was that that's the motive? Is that why Brian was there to go, your dad's going to have his leg amputated? Yeah. Well, and I will say, like, it is I don't know what this experience must be like, right? Like to walk into what the fa- family dynamics really are or mm-hmm. should be. I can only see it through the lens of my own experience. And I would hope that at some point these two people can come to some sort of 
uh, understanding. But if they can't, look, I, I mean, I'm just going to talk out of school. I don't know how to say this. Like my biological f- father person mm-hmm. yes. experience, I don't have a relationship with. Right. And there's a very specific reason for that. And that's okay. That's all I wanted to say is like, it is okay to yeah. have someone who is like a family member that mm-hmm. you don't have a relationship with. Like, I think a lot of times people are like, oh, but it's your family. You should have. No. And yeah, you. I think you do work really hard to have a relationship. But if you can't, that's okay, too. And so it, it's all just to say to Brittany, like, I hope that if it is possible, she's able to have some sort of relationship. Now, that said, I hope that that's after a process of give her all her money, admit that you did yeah, wrong, I don't think take accountability, mm-hmm. etc. right? But if that's possible, great. But maybe, you know, if it's not, then that's just the way it is and she'll be better off for it. I just wondered if something this tragic, because it's no small thing. These him. are very clear pictures, and how would they know when he's coming out of the hospital? These are phone calls from his people saying, I am leaving the facility, I need... Because if you're talking about the court of public opinion, he oh, needs some better press. So I, this this is planned. They called the Daily Mail, and that's why that's we have these up-close pictures. He needs people to feel sorry for him. Yeah. Quite so frankly. So you think, you think it's a like sympathy grab? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this man has been able to... We haven't seen him at all. And now it's like, why do we get the access now in these pictures where they're right there? Yeah. You know, medical things are private and you wouldn't have access to know when someone's being released from the hospital. Yeah. I mean, what are they camping out at the hospital day and night? I don't think so. I just j- like every other paparazzi shot. I'm like, well, they if, it's call just, them. if it's just for that, then shame on them. Mm. But I do think there's going to be an attempt to try to get this family I think there are people within the family that want to try to get this family back together. Whether that's possible or not remains mm-hmm. to be seen, and we will cover the story regardless. That's right. Now, when we come back, maybe we'll get to talk to Donna Valentine. Oh, yeah. My Talk Zone. Yeah. Right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here. You know, like me, you probably have a bunch of monthly subscriptions more than you probably actually realize, like Netflix or Disney Plus, maybe even Spotify. But you know what I don't have, or you probably don't have either? That's a subscription for doing good, for making change in the world. But thanks to my friends at Alight, we can now do that. In fact, it's called a subscription for good. Starting a subscription for good with Alight means becoming a monthly donor. Joining the front lines of support for families who've been forced from their homes to leave everything they have behind. We can be the people that Alight knows they can count on when disaster happens. With a subscription for good, you're there before anyone else. Alight's teams don't have to wait for donations to come in. So what do you say? You want to join me? Let's subscribe to do good each and every month for an organization based right here in the Twin Cities doing work around the world 365 days a year. Subscriptions for good at Alight. Head to wearealight.org. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk, 1071. Thank you for being here. Special day. We're at Woofington and Wyzetta. This is a luxury dog hotel and spa. 
We're going to get to dreams in just a second here um, for a dream segment that we do every Wednesday where I interpret dreams. But we have to talk to Donna Valentine, who's special guest. Thank yes. you so much for stopping. Of course. I'm like, it's a beautiful day. I love dogs. I know. I love you guys. I thought You're I'd a dog lover. I am a big dog lover. You appreciate, and especially as a person with not a lot of people in your home. Right. And you uh, fostered many dogs. Yes. Which you, is such a wonderful thing. Uh, you understand Thanks. the importance of bringing your dog uh, to some place you can trust. That is not stressful yeah, exactly. for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. There's chandeliers here. I know. <laughs> this is fancier than I know. any hotel we've seen. And portraits <laughs> of dogs wearing suits. I know. <laughs> Look. He's right like in armor. I know. It's almost like that could be up at, in the um, Buckingham Palace. Right. <laughs> Did well, you... Wheezy doesn't like it, apparently. No, she growled a p- the first time. At the picture? The first time yeah. she saw <laughs> She doesn't. So, That's see funny. right here, there's a TV for uh, dog TV. Oh, yeah, yes. they have dog TV on too in every one of their suites. Have you ever had a dog, Donna, that when they see an animal or a dog yes. on TV, they go bazonkers? They don't go bazonkers, but lo- just s- staring or whining, Weezy, maybe whining a little no, bit. Would Weezy be goes... scratching oh, to no. get at that dog. Oh, no. She, no, she wouldn't be crying. She'd be barking. She wanted to. Insane. Does like, she want to play with the no, dog? No, she wants to chew its throat out. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I think it's because TVs these days are so, yeah. you know, they've come they such are. a long way that it looks so real. Yeah. Yeah. No, she literally. Uh, and now <laughs> she actually knows sounds. So she'll be sleeping on the couch and she'll hear a certain commercial start to play and her head will go up because she knows there's going to be an animal. Oh, she, she's having a ball in the other room. Yeah. She's playing. She's trying to eat on um, bacon <laughs> bubbles. Oh, yeah. The bubbles. <laughs> she's yeah. just. Going after him. Oh, my God. It, this is just the coolest place ever. Yes. Can we ask her about the cookies quick? Again? Oh, absolutely. Of course. What? We can do Dreams God. Next segment or whatever. No, no, no. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, um, I don't care. We don't have to talk about Tom hey guys, Cruise. I'll talk about Dreams, too. Yeah. I don't care. You want to talk about... Uh, cookies. Cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's the cookie exchange. We talked yeah. a little bit about this. Christy Gavin is here. You're yes, here now. Yes, I know. I've insulted Three pretty much members everybody. Well, not co- only you, but <laughs> Oh, Dawn. I went in. Dawn went hard. She essentially called oh, Ross lazy. The... Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm I sure they're going to be delicious. But... He's going to dip into vanilla. What do you call those? Like, you know, the white chocolate. Almond He's going to get an Oreo that is a pre-made cookie and dip it in white chocolate. It is a little It is a little bit cheating. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, I'm going to eat them. I think Oreos are garbage cookies. I'm just saying. I do too. I mean, like, there's such better cookies than an Oreo. Actually, Dawn is the only person in the room who actually likes Oreos. I love Oreos. What do you like about them? You eat at Oreo like every day. I do. Gluten free. They're really extra crunchy. Yeah, I eat a gluten free Oreo. I try to limit it to one a day. I don't know how you have that. Okay, I think that's great. That if you're in willpower, but I think Oreos also trash cookies. Yeah, it's just like ugh. I bet there's hydrogenated oil in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and like, what is this lady? I we're think there's hydr partially. Are you hydrogenated <laughs> oil? That's what I'm trying to say. It's processed. Yeah, it's all oh, garbage. Yeah. Why are we yeah. all so precious right now? Because we're because we care what we put into our bodies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, do, do you like any store-bought cookies? I like Pecan Sandy's. Oh, my God. That's an old-school throwback. I like Mint In Milano's. I processed yeah. yeah, it's true. But honestly, um, what do you think about the other contestants? It didn't really There's, look okay, too hard. First of all, this is not a... Con- <laughs> Don keeps trying to turn this into Bake Off. <laughs> I 
it's do. Just she wants to judge. She wants to judge whose cookies are the best. I think you should. <laughs> Only if she makes. Of course. Them. All right, you get to. No, you're you can judge. judge. All right. I can. I. I will judge. All right. So, uh, Christy, can you talk to the other Christy? And see if we can get Dawn to judge the cookies. But does that mean we have to make a sample cookie for Of course. Yeah. Oh, well, then we're back to making the 10 dozen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, no, she doesn't know. need a dozen of each. She just needs That's one. That's true. So we have to or make nine you dozen guys can plus donate one. one of your cookies from each somebody. I'll donate, okay. Dawn. All right. I will definitely donate. So Dawn is going to judge the cookies. Okay. Um, Gavin, gonna, what are you making? You better make mine first. That's all I'm saying. I eat okay, what does that mean? No, you're going to say mine is the best. Oh, like well, okay. I mean, we'll talk later. <laughs> with like I'll all pay you. Holiday oh, wait, colored stuff talking. in it and potato chips and pretzels, chocolate chips. So basically, you're cleaning out your cupboard. I was going to say, she it literally is like, she, I'm not committing to what I'm actually putting in And she's in had a left handed cigarette until... <laughs> before. <laughs> There's ash, cigarette ash. Oh, my God. Like, That's code word like, for <laughs> a oh joint. My Gosh, no. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. I'm just doing a pop in anyway. A pop in? Because we have Canadian guests coming. What oh, we know. Mean? Becca emailed yes. me. She's like, I'm coming. Daniel and Daniel Becca. Daniel and Becca from oh, Canada. I thought this was some kind of euphemism. We have Canadian guests coming in. <laughs> I'm like, is that a euphemism for like, oh, I've got, we've got, got a gentleman caller. <laughs> No, they're actual they're, real It's not people. Canadian. It's Canada guests. That's right. Canada geese. Yes. Right. And yeah, now we have exactly. Canada guests. Oh. Yeah, you they're not Canadian It's not geese. Canadian geese. They're not Canadian. They they're don't have Canada geese. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll need to tell the whole state of Missouri because we get excited when they fly over. We're like, look, it's Canadian when are, So, wait. Is that on Tuesday? I think They're coming? Is so. that what you're saying? Is that I it's on the day? I don't remember. It's all a blur. I think it's Wednesday. Okay. Is it... I, I don't know, guys. We got look at my a really Instagram. busy time of year. We've got some luncheon. I'm gonna going to be. On. I'm getting ready. Uh, like I got to go see my mom for the holidays, and I'm <gasps> baking a loaf of bread for a wonderful listener who Christine. Christine, who uh, donated during bids for kids. That's really nice Dawn that you guys I, do she that. Has literally been getting either uh, a baked good or a loaf of bread That's every nice. month. Well, I can see why Dawn doesn't want to bake cookies for the cookie exchange. <laughs> Stop giving her excuses. <laughs> I mean, listen, I am not about group participation at all i'm not either i don't know why i signed up it's mostly just because i guess i want to get yelled at by jamie because the other truth he is that know. he doesn't know oh, that i'm doing that he's this. gonna be and baking gonna be, nine dozen cookies on sunday he's gonna be like what are you doing and, and i'm gonna, gonna tell be like him, don't he's worry like, about it we're gonna leave town on monday on third well whatever day we're off you guys what day are we off I think we I leave we're off Friday. on Friday. On Friday, we're all off on yeah. Friday, so we'll be leaving on Friday. And so he's going to be like, "Why you, are you, you doing this when we should nine, be packing?" Nine dozen cookies when we should be packing. Do you think you and I should do it together? Oh, okay. Oh. Like we'll just—I don't know. You give me a recipe, I'll make. Yeah, but half. we're still both going to have to make the same amount. Uh, oh, you mean we split? We split. I would one. do that. Can we do that? We'll be half a person representing. Can we Thursday do that? is when. Uh, the Canadians are coming, or the Canadas. What am I supposed Canada to say? Yeah. It's Canada, Canada guests. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, the tw- whatever Back the twentieth is. The twenty-first is when they're coming. Oh, I thought they're coming on the twentieth. Yeah. Hey, Don. I hope you'll be in studio on December twenty-first. 
Well, no. back to the drawing board when it comes to the calendar. <laughs> Shoot, guys. Are you, you going to be gone? I don't know. Oh, for, for, oh, for cute. <laughs> I'll figure it out. If you're don't just joining us and wondering what the hey, hell am I listening to? We, uh, it's called Calendar Talk. It's Donna <laughs> checking her calendar. But guys. also, uh, in addition to... I don't know. I was oh. trying to go somewhere and I quickly couldn't find anything. Are Maybe we what are you dreams? doing for the rest of your no. day? Don't worry about it. Okay. We're going to do dreams <laughs> next. We are going to do dreams. Yeah. Do you have a, okay. Do you want to give a little teaser with yeah, do Donna? You, do you have a dream well, that you've had? I keep having... Well, I had a very violent dream the other day. I'll, I won't do that. But I think I've asked you this before and I don't remember the answer. Okay. I have a recurring dream where I'm being stalked mm-hmm. by a mountain lion slash mm-hmm. cougar. Okay. Like the animal. The animal, not the yes. version of... Like yeah. I'll be trying to get from my house to my car in the driveway and I'll see a mountain lion in the tree mm-hmm. stalking me and I'm trying to figure out how I could get to my car before that lion comes down and eats me. Yeah. What well, do you think that means? Well, a- animal isn't... Animals animal are... is a habit, habit and if you feel like you're going to be killed by the animal, that is change and so there is a big change in your life involving a habit that you're afraid of and it won't, you, and mm. you've got to get past it before you can get to the state of mind that you're in where you feel most comfortable. So the house is your frame of mind that you're comfortable. Okay. The animal is a habit and the intention of the animal is to stalk and kill you. To kill the habit? And dead, no, 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 because it is the habit. Oh, that's the right. Animal's the animal's a habit, habit. But the death that you're afraid of is change because death is change in a dream oh okay so, so you, i'm afraid of change well and there's a habit that you got to change before you get to the change or you got before you can get back to your you state of mind that you're most comfortable yeah. okay. so what what habits you got well i got a Gambling? lot of habits i don't gamble uh let's see i i drink but i'm not like <laughs> drinking you know okay every day yeah uh <laughs> I don't smoke. Suddenly it's become a therapy session. It doesn't smoke. have to be a physical no, habit. It, could, and, it can be a way of and what thinking. Do you also, what do you always say, I don't like Dawn? change, though. That's my you, bad you habit. Are, you do have, um, which I do as well, you like patterns and you like things to be organized. Yes. But, but also remember, you always say, like, uh, we're, our subconscious is, like, dramatic. It could be something super simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Basic. This could be, like, before I go to work every day, I have to have coffee. Okay. Okay. But if you don't, does it throw your entire day off? Because no. that seems like something that is okay. But no. I'm just giving that as an example. Okay. Like it can be just a way of thinking or a pattern of thinking, not like, you know, I'm very you're picking rigid. up butts out of a cigarette, <laughs> right. like some ashtray, smoke somebody else's butt. Me too. I, didn't I have done that actually. Butts, but I have. You have? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> when you're desperate. <laughs> That's true. You know, if you yeah. have an ashtray in your car and there's one that has a little bit it's left enough. on it, I'm like, oh, I'm I've lighting that. I used to have a big <laughs> ashtray. <laughs> yeah, on... I'm like, let me see what I can pick out of here. You know, you feel real creepy about it. A yeah. big ashtray on my, like, uh, what do you call it, coffee table, and you're just like, oh, I forgot to get Siggy's, and you're digging for yeah, you're digging it's to real, see which still a, has a little bit a left low to point. it. Let, let's it not pretend a, you've, it's a low point in your life. It is a you low know? point. Oh, great! It could be way awesome. worse, but I mean, know. only if someone's it looking, was, it's a low point. Mostly, all of my twenties <laughs> was a low point. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> well, 
Join the club. Well, I hope that you remember that dream. I will. I'll try to figure what out means. what the habit is. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Dee. Yeah. And so, Donna, thank you so much for stopping oh, by and visiting us me. at Wolfington. Of course. I love this place. And if you'd like to work here someday. <gasps> I might. Probably. Accepting applications. I hate. <laughs> I, I might. I'm going to keep that in the back of my head. You can cuddle the ones who have the premium package where they get belly rubs. I know. 20-minute belly rubs, right? 20-minute belly... I mean... That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want 20-minute belly rubs. You got to pay for that somewhere else, I think. I want a back rub. That sounds like like a website. (laughs) (laughs) You you work that out. Or a Saturday night, Donna. Thanks for the glimpse into your cigarette now. Yeah, yeah, go pick cigarettes out of your ashtray. All right, I'm going to go. All right. We'll be right back. And we're going to be translating other people's dreams right here on my Talk 1071. The Adventures of Brandon Dawn. That's too loud. Sorry. My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us. We are at Woofington in YZ. This is a luxury dog hotel and spa. It's fabulous. And it is the best place we're to take our, your dog. We're getting facials right now and oh, massages. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so come by and drop off a toy and also um, go to woofington.com. You can learn all about them and see the amazing location that they have here absolutely right now let's get right to the uh dreams that yes. people have been holding tell me about my dream yeah. i was back in high school and i was supposed to take a test i was making it work again i was driving my car and they couldn't control it then i fell off a cliff with leonardo DiCaprio. do you know what this dream means Don, you want to do some dreams? I do, yes. So listeners submit dreams. Mm-hmm. Dear listener, usually we do this a segment before, but Donna was here. So uh, we just bumped this segment up a little bit. However, we'll tell you how you can have your dream interpreted a little bit later in the show. First, though, we've got a dream from Lisa. Okay. What does Lisa have to say? Lisa says, Dear Dawn. Oh, here, this is appropriate. She yeah. says, I had dogs... We're at Woofington. Dogs <laughs> grabbing onto my arms and wrists and had to keep trying to shake them off. Okay. So uh, if you listen to this segment a lot, maybe some of you are saying habits. Okay. So the dogs are habits. Yeah. But these dogs are not like, it's not like her dog that she knows. It is just dogs. So these are habits that she's not necessarily familiar with. Oh, okay. Okay, and these are stopping her from, since they're biting her, um, her arms, that is a threat to her resolve to obtain or achieve things. So when you dream about your hands, that is purpose because when you're working with your hands, you're doing, doing, doing things. And so your arm is your, your resolve to get through something. So right now, the 48 hours or 24 hours before you had this dream, you had something that you were trying to accomplish and you're like, can I get through this? You know what I mean? And it has to do with, um, so that was the thing that was threatening your resolve. So you have to find out what those habits are. That are threatening your resolve. And they're like, ooh, I didn't know that about myself kind of habits, most likely. So something is keeping you, some habit is keeping you from getting things done. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, so that's a very simple dream to interpret. And oh. thank you for making it short and sweet. Fabulous. Lisa, thank you. Good luck to you. Do you want to hear from Heather? Yeah. What is okay, Heather She's got a dream say? for you. Dear Dawn, my recurring dream is about me in some sort of event 
space or hotel, convention mm. center, school, a variety of places. I'm trying to get to the other side of this space, and there's always chaos between point A and point B. It, these are very stressful dreams. I also frequently dream about what I'm doing tomorrow. Mm, is that okay. separate from? It is, but it can be worked in. So okay. um, this has to do with, if it's an event space and it's not your home, this has to do with, so Heather, you probably have a lifestyle where, I don't know what you do, but it has to do with not just doing the same thing every day. Okay, so there are things that you work up to and then you come down from that. And then there's another thing that you have to do. So there's a lot of peaks and valleys in mm. whatever you do on a daily basis. Okay. Um, and then you are dreaming, like this stress about getting from here to there, yeah. that has to do with a mental transition. Oh. Um, and what happens is that when you're so caught up in that mental transition, it could be like, also, who do I have to be right now? Oh. You and you encounter a bunch of different people in your day and and um, it could be you could be retired and this could happen, you know, like, OK, I'm going to take care of my elderly mother and I have to be this right now. And so the mental transitions that you have to make constantly to be different people, the different bring out different parts of yourself that stresses you out. But your soul is trying to tell you that because you're caught up in like, who do I have to be now? Um, you aren't able to be in the present moment. So this is taking away your joy in life. Mm -hmm. And so when you can sort of bring all those people together and realize that you wear many hats, um, I think that's what you just need to do is to realize, yes, I do have to go through these mental transitions to be different people. Yeah. But that's okay. You know, I can do it all. So congratulate yourself on being able to be all different kinds of people. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. All right. Because I bet that's a dream that's relatable, like being For able sure. to get from point A to point B. I just had one of those dreams where it was like, oh, maybe I'll save that for the end. Okay. Let's get to these other dreams. Yeah. Jan. Dear Dawn, I dreamt I was at a baseball game and I was yelling at the player on the field for them to kick him out of the game. And they did. Okay. When he got kicked out of the game he came and sat with his family who were two rows ahead of me yikes i tried to hide every time he moved around for fear he would see me and of course he turned around and said it was you you got me kicked out of the game i tried to deny it oh god but then i woke up oh. this seemed to go on forever in my dream what does this mean it was so in my memory okay thanks don yes all right so this is about um so when you have a situation like I always dream about plays, being in plays, and so you're dreaming about in this situation a game. So in life, your attitude towards life is that everything is a competition, Jan. So you probably should ease up on that a little bit because it's not always a competition. And competitive people, they just innately have to you know, it, it motivates them to see things that way, but it can be detrimental to you because then you've got that person who, because the dream is always about the dreamer. Everybody else is a part of you. So the person who you says is the true you called out that player, you are the player. So you are judging yourself constantly 
in the competition that's mm. stressing you out about life. So now you have to face yourself, you know, and you have to face the person that did their best trying, quit beating yourself up. That's another thing. So you're like, uh-oh, now my inner authority has to sit with the outward conscious life person and face the music. So there's probably a lot of reflection that she does about the past and like, well, I got to do better tomorrow, you know, which is also a common thing that people feel if they're not the most laid back person in the world. Oh, sure. Yeah. So that is so you just have an attitude towards life that might not be in your best interest. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Certainly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, if you want to send me a dream, you can go to mytalk1071.com. Click on our show page and our email is there just keep it uh you know keep like it a brief keep it within the last 24 4 to 4 yeah and if you don't know what happened to 48 hours that's okay like if it's a dream you've always had just make sure in the future if you have a weird dream and you want to email me just for your own benefit you're going to be able to receive this information better yeah so what was the dream that you had Well, the only thing that the only piece that I can remember is that there was like I was trying to get people like I was trying to show people YouTube videos, but the like the sound system or AV system Mm -hmm. was not working and I could not figure out how to get. I'm (laughs) like, I just want to show you an ABBA video. (laughs) And it kept doing like, you know, (laughs) janky versions of ABBA videos. And I was like, this is not the best way to see this ABBA video. (laughs) Okay. Oh, right. Okay, so this has to do with um, you are an imaginative person. Yeah. And you imagine the way things are going to go. Yeah. And um, then, so TV, watching TV is really about people take their imagination and they create something, a TV show. So that is you going, I had this in my mind about what I wanted to do and create. Yeah. Like, Maybe you had a goal to bake bread every day yeah. for December or, whatever, or make cookies. Yeah. You know, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. The audience within myself is judging me because oh, like I didn't you're pull not it doing, together. Yeah, because, oh, yeah. I, I didn't pull see it that. together and it didn't turn out the way I wanted. And now I'm stressed. Yeah. But it's okay. You just got to keep on dreaming. <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep, um, yeah, you have the ability to create things in your mind and then make them happen, though. I know that about you. Yeah. So you're just stressed about that process. Okay. That makes total sense. Dawn, thank you so much. And I'm sure the listeners agree. If Dawn said anything in your dream interpretation that, you know, resonated, send her an email. Let her know. When we come back on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we're going to talk about some food trends for 2023 and Mm -hmm. likely trends for 2024 right here on My Talk 107.1.